Welcome to the First Apostolic Church Podcast. Our church mission is to love as God loves, showing compassion to every soul, thus winning those souls and equipping them to be sent out to plant and to harvest. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you are blessed by today's podcast. of their, the Bible says, his other brothers, their evil report. And so that sided on the fact that he was very truthful and that he was very pure and that he was very honest uh, because his brothers indeed had done some things in the past, some of them that wasn't too well spoken of. And so he brings some information to his dad again. So no doubt promotion maybe because of his truthfulness or because of his purity. But then thirdly, he was the son, as the Bible says, the reason why his father made him that coat, as our English Bible say, of many colors, which basically means a long-sleeved tunic that went to the ankles, uh, is because he was the son of his father's old age which we come to understand last week meant that he was really just the son that was beyond, wise beyond his very years. At 17, of all things, a young person that was wise beyond their years. So this promotion come into his life as a result of that. Just to back up real quickly, you might be asking yourself, promotion, you have mountain range of hills. What's the deal with that? Because whenever the word promotion is used in the Bible, and it's not used very often, Whenever the word promotion in our English Bible is used, it comes from the very same word that is translated and even means mountain range of hills. And so whenever you think of somebody promotion, you think of them, what, being exalted, right, lifted up at one level, going higher. And so I think there's a good correlation there, the reason why they did what they did, because when we think of mountains, we think of something high. We think of hills and ranges. We think of something beyond just the normal, the normal uh, level of the earth. And so promotion has a tendency then to, to fall in that same category of a mountain or a range of hills, something that, something that is lifted up, something that is higher than the surroundings. And so Joseph was also, he was also the overseer in Potiphar's house. Now here's the amazing thing. We know that whenever Joseph was sold by his brothers, all right, he was sold to the Midianites. It goes back and forth in your Bible. It says the Ishmaelites. It says the Midianites. They are one and the same people. Nothing to be confused over. But sold to the Midianites as a slave. Now this is already, we, what do we have here? We have a boy that was just another worker, a shepherd like everybody else. And then added to. He's now manager of family affairs. He's the preeminent one among the brothers. Amen. Even so much so, the Bible says whenever Joseph was headed to check on his brothers, the Bible says as he was coming, they noticed it was him. Promotion does that to a person. Amen. Not only that, promotion, if you'll note, you remember, he's loved by his father, but he's hated by his brothers. Promotion does that to you too. Many times promotion will make you loved by the one that put you there, but hated by the ones that have to serve under you. Amen. But they seen him afar off. They knew him. But nevertheless, whenever he was sold, here we go, taking away. <laughs> he's, he's being sold as a slave to, to the Midianites. And he will later be sold as a slave. Whenever the Midianites arrive in Egypt, he will be sold as a slave to Potiphar or Potiphar's house. Uh, how do we know this? We understand that his brothers, 
You know, they're not going to kill him because what profit would that really do? They wanted to get something out of this. And so whenever they showed him, they showed him for how many pieces of silver? Anybody? 20. Because you're cheating on me. 20 pieces of silver. Amen. Which was the price of a handicapped slave in those days. A handicapped slave in those days. And so here he is. Something is being taken away again. But he's not very long, not very long in Potiphar's house. At least that's the way I'm just saying it. We don't really know the time frame. Just as we read scripture, it almost appears to be as though it's not very long. It's not very long that he's in Potiphar's house there in Genesis 39. That the Bible tells us he is put over Potiphar's house. He enters as a slave, but now he is going to be put over Potiphar's house. Everybody say promotion. There we go. Added unto him. Promotion. As a matter of fact, you can look at verses 4 and 9 of Genesis 39. And the Bible says all that Potiphar had was in Joseph's hand. All. We don't have to get out of dictionary to know what that means. All that he had in his house was in his hand. Except Joseph made this exception and understanding. Except, of course, that man's wife. He understood that that lady was not was not his to take but all everything else that Potiphar had was in his hand amen in so much verse 6 of Genesis 39 tells us that basically Potiphar left all of this in his hand and let me read verse number 6 in particular it says and he left all that he had in Joseph's hand and he knew not aught he had now here's a big thing Joseph took care of stuff so often Potiphar himself really didn't realize everything that he had because Joseph was over it. He trusted him so much with it that he wasn't even aware of everything that he had. And the Bible says, save the bread which he did eat. In other words, Potiphar didn't have to worry about anything except what he was going to eat from day to day. Joseph took care of everything else. He just had to worry about what he was going to eat from day to day. You want to talk about promotion from going to slave to being trusted with everything so much so that the boss even doesn't know everything he has or doesn't have. Joseph's taking care of that. And then also, the Bible says, and Joseph tells, tells his wife, Potiphar's wife this, whenever she's trying to seduce him in verse number 9. And he's, he has recognition of this promotion, of what's been granted to him. He tells her that I'm the greatest in this house. I'm the greatest in Potiphar's house. So he is aware of this promotion, this taken away, this added to. Joseph is always aware of these happenings. We don't see him commenting a lot on whenever things are being taken away or when things are being added to. Maybe that's one reason why he was promoted. Huh? We talk a lot about when things are being taken away from us. Well, Lord, help me. Right? I mean, the Bible says the brother saw the anguish of his soul whenever he besought them, but that was basically the gist of what it says about Joseph whenever he was being sold as a slave. I mean, there's not a whole lot more ripping to say he grumbled and complained for 30 days and wept until his, his garment was saturated with tears. Don't say anything of that. Amen. He, he just, he just kind of kept his mouth shut. Either way, whenever he had opportunity and promotion came to him, he wasn't like, hey, could I get something even a little better? He wasn't trying to will and deal and even get a better place. He just lived his life. He lived his life, amen, in the fear of God. And so that's Joseph in Potiphar's house. Promotion. Also, though, he receives promotion in the prison. He's an overseer of the prison. 
I, I skipped something. Let me go back real quick. Potiphar's house. Why was he? Here are some things to consider why he was promoted. Number one, the Bible says he was a prosperous man. He was a prosperous man. The Bible says all that he did prospered. I don't have that type of luck. And, you know, some people touch, touch stuff and it turns to go. I'm lucky if I get mud. You know what I'm saying? But the Bible says that he was a prosperous man. All that he did prospered. The Bible says in verse 4 of Genesis 39, he found grace in Potiphar's sight and he served him. He found grace in the eyes of the one that was his owner in the beginning. But now it's a ruler in his house. And the Bible says he served them. Now there's a good way to get promoted. Huh? There's a good way to get promoted. Even in Jesus' own speaking to his disciples, whenever they were talking about who should be the greatest in all this, he said, he that is the least in the kingdom will become the greatest. He that serves will become the master. Service is always a good route to promotion. You, you, you find somebody that's entered in, Brother Mason, at an entry-level position in a job, and they serve, and they serve, and they work, and they give it their time and their effort. You better believe it whenever it comes time, maybe for an opening, that there might be some consideration given. Why? Because they've served. They've served. That life, church life, you know what? This church life, you, you, promotion in the church, honey, serve. Promotion in the kingdom of God on a spiritual level. Serve the Lord with all of thy heart, with all of thy soul, with all of thy mind, with all of thy strength. Guarantee you do that. Lord will promote you. The Lord will promote you. But he served him. Verse number 5 of Genesis 39 says that the Egyptian's house was blessed in the house and in the field. So not just what was going on in the home, but the harvest in the field. For whose sake? Joseph's sake. Potiphar picked up on this. You know what? Ever since this... This guy came around. Things have been going, this household thing has been going a whole lot more smoother. This, I've, I've, I've had bumper crops since he's been around. He started, you know, putting the dots together. You know, this is for Joseph's sake. You know what? I think this is somebody that I'd like to keep around. I like the way that the household is going. I like how the fields are doing. Amen. And so there's promotion. Isn't this a great testimony tonight? That because of Joseph's presence, it brought them benefits to even pagan people? Let me ask you a question. How has the people you work for benefited by you being an employee? Amen. Just for consideration. The Bible says in verse 6 of Genesis 39, quite frankly, he was a goodly person. He was well favored so see we even see some of this carrying on dad seen something in the beginning favoring his son even now he is well favored among those he is among going on this evening though he's overseer man this is going fast he is overseer in the prison now here we go add and take away that's joseph's name meaning of his name and that's his life He's, everything's going great in Potiphar's house until Potiphar's wife starts to try to seduce Joseph. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time here because we'll probably hit on it in something else. But she tried to seduce him. And the Bible says that she finally accused him, lied on him. And Joseph was made a prisoner then because of false accusation from Potiphar's wife. Everybody said, take away. There, you see this constant back and forth? Take away, 
because she accused him. But here again, son, I'm telling you, this guy here, you just can't, you just can't keep him down. He's in prison, falsely accused in prison. Again, we don't see a whole lot said over the false accusation. He's in prison, and it's not long. Verse 22 of Genesis 39, that all the prisoners, I don't know how many there were, but nevertheless, even if there was just one, all the prisoners were committed to Joseph's hand. He's a prisoner, but I'm going to put all the other prisoners under you. As I said last week, he was the kingpin of the pen. All right. All the other prisoners were placed under him. In so much that the Bible says that whenever Pharaoh became upset with his chief butler and his chief baker, he had several, all right, but his chief, the master of them, and whenever he sent them to prison, because the prison that Joseph was in was for king prisoners, all right, that whenever he sent them to prison, even the chief butler and the chief baker of Pharaoh was put under the office of Joseph. Now, that is promotion. <laughs> this boy has just been a slave in Potiphar's house. Now he's in the prison, and while he's in prison, he has more clout than someone that served for Pharaoh. Whoa! This is amazing. And so why? It's there before you tonight. Verse 21. He had favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. Everybody is picking up on this guy. Picking up on his character. Picking up on his goodliness. His well-favoredness. Even in... Look. They're picking up on this in spite of wrong accusations. That's the reason why I go back to like I said last week. You don't have to worry about your reputation if you just take care of your character. Because somebody is always going to be there to slander you or say something. There will always be that. There will always be that. But you got to live with character. And you know what? Other people recognize that whatever was said does not parallel with what is. Amen. Amen. But as humanity, sometimes we care more about what people think and say. Even sometimes in what God knows. I got a reputation to uphold. Honey, you don't have no reputation to uphold. You got a character to stay pure before God. And your reputation will take care of itself. So he had favor in the side of the, the keeper, the keeper of the prison. Verse 23 says, here we go. What he did prospered. What he did prospered. All right, going on, because I got a long ways to go. He became the overseer in Egypt over the house of of Pharaoh. Now, special note, whenever this happened, Joseph is 30 years old, the Bible tells us. He's 30 years old. He was 17 when he got his first promotion. And we know, at least because the numbers are shared with us, that this last and final promotion that he'll hold, the Bible says that Joseph died when he was 110 years old, so he's going to hold this one for 80 years. My math's right. But here's the thing, look. It took 13 years from 17 to 30. 17 years of life elapsed of taking away and adding to. Taking away and adding to. Taking away and adding to until he got to a place that it would last him for 80 years. What are you saying tonight, Brother McGee? I'm saying do not look down your nose at your taking away and adding to time. Because in reality... My wife said this to me oftentimes whenever we were uh, trying to, you know, 
become full-time pastor here, it'll be a blip on the radar. Those 13 years compared to the 80? Huh? Those 13 years compared to the 80? Minuscule in the real, in the real dynamics of everything. But nevertheless, he's the overseer of Egypt. Now, this is how he came into the court of Pharaoh. He came into the court of Pharaoh as being a man that interprets dreams. That's what he's known. That's the reason, that's whatever got him out of prison. That's what got him to this new lot. He's an interpreter of dreams. Uh, he interpreted the butler and the baker's dreams and he did so rightfully. They both came to pass just as he interpreted them. So he's known as an interpreter of dreams. Not only is he an interpreter of dreams, but he is also he makes good sense as far as whenever he's given advice because he didn't just even interpret Pharaoh's dream but he also told Pharaoh this is what you need to do concerning those seven years of famine and seven years of plenty this is how you should approach this you need to find somebody that will approach it like this so he comes into Pharaoh's court as an interpreter of dreams and as an advisor but when it's all said and done and he tells Pharaoh how things ought to be handled Pharaoh's thinking I can't think of a better guy to put in the job than Joseph and he's made ruler over Pharaoh's house not just that though you look at it verses 40 through 41 of Genesis 41 it wasn't just Pharaoh's house but even goes a little bit further he said over the nation of Israel or the land of Egypt folks this is the whole enchilada (laughs) this is this is the whole Enchilada. Somebody who 13 years ago just was given prominence in his father's house now is given prominence over a nation. Huh? Over a nation. Despise not the day of small things. Huh? Despise not the day of small things. But why was he given this, this promotion? Why did this happen to him? Number one, or A, if you're looking up there at the outline, he interpreted the dreams of the king's prisoners correctly. Since he did that good, you know, if he, if he kind of flubbed up on that, he might not have got out of prison. All right? He might not have got out of prison. But he also interpreted Pharaoh's dream. More importantly, he interpreted when nobody else in Pharaoh's court or entourage could. He called all of his magicians. He called all of his soothsayers. Nobody could interpret the dream. And so he did it when no one else could. Now, that's, that's a good reason for promotion. If you can do something nobody else can do. Right? That's a good reason for promotion. Not only that, as I've already said, he gave solid advice. And the Bible says, Joseph told Pharaoh, he said, you need to find someone discreet and wise. Pharaoh says, I don't think I can find anybody as discreet and as wise as you are. And as a result of it, he becomes the overseer of Potiphar's house. Now, I want to go back through all these all over again. Because I want to look at the overarching why of all of these promotions we've already looked at the earthly wise he's a good man he's well favored you know he can do stuff that nobody else can do blah 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 but the overarching wise if we go back to Potiphar's house and I'm skipping number one for a reason I'm skipping daddy's house for a reason if we go back to him being the overseer of Potiphar's house the Bible says he gets in prison or he gets in Potiphar's house as a slave and the Bible states these words in verse number two And the Lord was with Joseph. And verse 3 says, in chapter 39, And his master saw that the Lord was with Joseph. Hmm. 
So what on the surface looks like, man, he's a prosperous man. Through the eyes of heaven is a reason for that. Because God is with Joseph. And what the master sees is seeing the outworkings of the Lord being with him. I don't know, listen to me, I don't know for surety if these Egyptian people, these, these people that were estranged from, 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 from Canaan and from, from God, the God of the Israelites, I don't know if they really knew this is the working of the God of heaven. But what they knew was something was happening there that was the working of something beyond just a normal man. Nobody's this good. Huh? And so they see that the master's with him. We go to him being the overseer of the prison. What does the Bible say? He just gets in prison. Verse 21 of Genesis 39. But the Lord was with Joseph and gave him mercy and favor. Verse 23. The Lord made what he did prosper. Someone say amen. So, so Joseph couldn't puff out his chest in his own self. And say, I'm really something. Man, I am a happy meal and a shake to go along with it. No. He had to give due credit where credit was due. And that wasn't to the Lord that was, with, that was with him. What that's telling me is all along this way, through the subtractions, the additions, God was there. And the reason why many of these promotions came is because God was there. Folks, we, we, we totally miss the boat if we think we arrive where we arrive at, even in this earthly life, and it's all been because of us. I, absolutely, and you've, you've heard me say this whole thing, whole thing before. You know, even Brother Mason, thank God for where he is, you know, in the corporate world. And yes, he's went through the work and stuff of educating, but when we just keep pulling back the layers... God gave him the ability, a, 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 a proclivity, if you will, to learn, the ability to learn, a mind that would operate like that to get him to where he is. Whenever he stands back and looks at everything, he sees promotion, God. That was even spoken over his life through prophecy. Promotion, promotion, promotion. That's great and wonderful. But you know what? Just like Joseph, he says, the Lord was with me. Huh? When I got married, the Lord was with me. Whenever we worked over at MG Meat Packing Company, the Lord was with me. Whenever I was going to school and had a family and had a young son, the Lord was with me. The Lord prospered my grades. Yeah, it took effort on his part just as much as it took effort on, on Joseph's part. But could you imagine what any of us would look like without the hand of God with us? Huh? He prospered him. He prospered him. And so that promotion is taking place then in Joseph's life, even while he is in, by all places, prison. He's the overseer in Egypt. God aided Joseph in interpreting the dreams. Because whenever the butler and the baker said, we had a dream, he said, doth not the Lord, doth not the Lord interpret dreams? He put the emphasis where the emphasis needed to be put. He even told Pharaoh. Pharaoh says, I hear that you, you, you interpret dreams. You did right by the butler and the baker. He says, not I. He said, the Lord will give you peace or the Lord will give you an answer. Huh? He was putting it right where it needed to go. And the Bible says, whenever Pharaoh, seeing that this was a discreet man and a well-favored man, the Bible says that he, he prescribed that the Spirit of God, you can look at it in Genesis 40, verse 38, the Spirit of God was in Joseph, according to Pharaoh. He said, can we find such a discreet man as this in whom the Spirit of God is? You know what's so amazing about that to me? 
that the Bible says that the Lord was with him. Are you looking at this? Holy Ghost and feeling hasn't happened here in the Old Testament. The Bible says that the Spirit of God was with him or the Lord was with him. But it was so profoundly with him that an outsider believed it to be in him. Wow. That's something. And so God, the Bible says, showed Joseph all all of this and gave the wisdom to him to advise. You can read of that in Genesis 40 in verse number 39. Now I go back to the very beginning. Overseer of the brothers. What's, what's that overarching why? Because we really don't see it in the beginning of the story there. His dad's favoring him. It just seems, you know, a parent favoring a child. That's what it just seems like. But the why doesn't come till closer to the end of the story. Because closer to the end of the story of Joseph in Genesis chapter 45. And if you'll allow me just to read just a few of those verses tonight. Genesis 45 verse number 4. The Bible says, And Joseph said unto his brethren, He's already revealed his identity to them. He's already told them, I am Joseph, your brother. Yeah, I'm second guy in control here of Egypt, but I'm your brother. He reveals himself. And Joseph said unto his brethren, come near to me, I pray you. And they came near and he said, I am Joseph, your brother, whom you sowed into Egypt. Now, therefore, be not grieved nor angry with yourselves that ye sowed me hither. For God did send me before you to preserve life. What? What, what, what? He said, God sent me before you to preserve your life. Don't you think anything of about all this and get all down on yourself guilty? God sent me. You know what Joseph realized? All the way back. If he realized God promoting him in the prison, great. If he realized it with Pharaoh, great. If he realized it in Potiphar's house, great. But at this moment, he's realizing all the way back in the beginning, whenever he became preeminent over his brothers, that it was really a God thing. That God must have persuaded the heart of his dad to do what he'd done in order for those brothers to hate him. And the domino effect happened of them being envious of him, thinking about murdering him, and then finally coming up saying, let's sell him. He says all of that goes back to the hand of God. It's unstated there in the beginning, but it's really here in the end that God was with him all the way back when he became promoted even among his family. And if you'll look over your own personal lives, where you are now, it might be difficult for some, but if you look, you're going to see where God was there, where you even began. Amen. Where you even began. And so I want to share the same scripture I shared last week, except it's in, it's in the King James rather than in the uh, Living Bible. For promotion cometh neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south, but God is the judge. He putteth down one and setteth up another. Promotion comes from the Lord. If you see a prosperous, amen, child of God, it came from the Lord. Let's go on just a little bit further. I've only been up here about three or three minutes. Amen. Handling promotion. It's one thing to get promoted. But how can we know you can handle that? I think there's some things we can learn from Joseph's life that tell us he was given promotion or knew that Joseph, God knew that Joseph could handle promotion because type scenarios. God knew that Joseph could handle promotion because, number one, Joseph could handle rebuke. Could handle rebuke. The Bible tells us 
back in Genesis 37 in verse 10 that whenever Joseph shared that second dream of having of the sun and the moon and the 11 stars that would bow down to him the Bible says that his brothers of course gave a fuss I think his brothers would have fussed if they said that they were all going to get kingly robes you know they just he was promoted and they just had a, a rub but the Bible says that his dad Jacob rebuked him it says he rebuked him here again you don't see Joseph saying what's the deal dad ain't I supposed to be the beloved son did you not make me a coat of many colors no you don't see that happening for that matter in other places of scripture before the Joseph story when you see that Simeon and Levi went into a city of Shechem because their, their, their sister Diana was taken advantage of and raped they went in there after these men of the city agreed to be circumcised it was on the third day they went in and murdered the whole city we don't really see that there was a big response from father Jacob when that happened as a matter of fact the essence of it is this it's up there jo J Jacob basically told them you made me look bad by doing that now folks if you have two sons going out killing people and you just tell them you made me look bad that's almost like a slap on the wrist to me I mean Joseph just sharing the dream and he gets rebuked for that matter Reuben later he 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 sleeps with his father's he sleep with his father's concubine Reuben does and we don't even have a response from Jacob we don't even have a response from Jacob on that matter but here Joseph is being rebuked and there is no rebuttal I believe Joseph could handle promotion because Joseph could handle being rebuked and it wouldn't be listen that is that don't happen just one time in your life it happens whenever you're a slave and it also happens whenever you're the king of the pen huh it happens at every division of life even whenever you are promoted I believe Joseph could handle promotion because he could handle losing position he it wasn't just a constant climb promotion 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 prom it was the takeaway the ad the takeaway the ad he lost position with his brothers absolutely he did he became slave that's quite different from being the brother of the of the boys he lost he lost position in Potiphar's house he went from being the head of the house now being a prisoner of the house so to speak he could handle losing position and so God could trust him with promotion because Joseph could deal with losing position I guess what it is is this that did not define him his capacity did not define him I believe Joseph could handle promotion because he could handle the temptation of success the old saying is temptation or success has ruined more men than failure ever has and Joseph could handle the temptation of success the Bible says in Genesis 39 and verse number 8 whenever Potiphar's wife came to him to seduce him lie with me or lay with me the Bible says in verse 8 he refused he refused it says in verse number 10 he hearkened not and this is important the Bible says he did not lie by her or be with her now see that goes above huh do you understand she's saying lay with me and he's like no I'm not going to lay with you for that matter I'm not even going to be in the same area huh 
It's kind of like the, 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 the chapters in Proverbs. I think it's Proverbs 5 and Proverbs 7 talking about the man uh, that, that has a problem with the corner of the lady of ill repute. He said, don't you even be going by her corner. Huh? Not that you're just not with her, but don't you? Joseph said, I'm not going to lay with you and I'm not going to be with you. I believe God said, I, I can give promotion to somebody that can handle the temptation of success. He refuses it. He hearkens not to it. Verse 12 says, look at all these. He left, he fled, he got out. Huh? He got out. Why was this whole scenario a Potiphar's wife there? Because he had arisen to a place of promotion and success. I don't know if she had gave him the time of day if he had not reached this particular, you know, Sometimes you only have friends about where your status is in life. Or people are interested in you because of where your status is in life. I don't know if she'd even given him the time of day if it wasn't for his promotion. But so it was a temptation to the success that he'd had. When we read though, not everybody can handle that. Nebuchadnezzar in the Bible couldn't handle the success that he got. Remember Babylon? It's going to be the great, the great kingdom. It's going to be powerful and great. All right? Nebuchadnezzar is going to soar. He's going to be the king of it all. But one night he had a dream. He had a dream of a tree. If you'll remember it. And all of a sudden the branches are starting to be lopped off of the tree. And it's starting to be cut down and left with the stump. And Daniel tells, Daniel tells Nebuchadnezzar, Oh, Nebuchadnezzar, this dream is you. Thou art the tree. And you're going to be cut down. Why? Because you've grown to a status. To a place that you're going to feel prideful. Arrogant. He said, God's going to make you as a Roman beast in the field. And the dream came to pass. That's exactly what happened to Nebuchadnezzar. He fell victim to the success of his promotion in life. Amen. Uzziah, likewise, fell victim to the success he had in life. Look at the verse of Scripture here. 2 Chronicles 26 and verse number 15. And he made in Jerusalem engines invented by cunning men to be on the towers and upon the bulwarks, to shoot arrows and great stones with all. And his name, this is, this is uh, Uzziah, his name spread far abroad, for he was marvelously helped till he was strong. But when he was strong, his heart was lifted up to his destruction, for he transgressed against the Lord his God. And went to the temple of the Lord to burn incense upon the altar of incense. So here's a man, you know, he's, he's getting his way in life. He's doing pretty good. His name becomes something. He's marvelously helped. He becomes strong. He becomes all that. But as he got lifted, he'd been fine if he kept his heart below his head. But as he was lifted up, his heart was lifted up. And so now he goes into the, the, the temple of the Lord and he's offering up incense, which is not his role or his position to do. That was the row of the priests. And so he got lifted up and he became a prey to his own success. Little side note. Whenever you read of Uzziah, him doing that, the Bible says he struck with leprosy, but it didn't just affect him, it affected the next generation. The Bible says his son witnessed that and then all the days of his son, he never went into the house of the Lord. So you've got to be careful whenever you allow your promotion, your success, to be a tempter to you because it won't just take you down. It'll affect your kids. His son never went to the house of the Lord. 
Joseph could handle promotion because he wouldn't abuse. He wouldn't abuse it. Everything in Potiphar's house is his, except the wife. When the day that the seducer came, things were going down. No man was in the house, the Bible says. I'm a man of authority now in the house. Nobody is here. I'll have my way with the master's wife. But he didn't abuse his promotion. When dealing with his brothers, after everything was found out that Joseph was second command to Pharaoh, they were even a little scared. Two different times, they were scared. Once, whenever they first found out, and then again after Daddy Jacob died. They were afraid that Joseph was going to take vengeance upon them, do them dirty, treat them the way that he had been treated. But in both times, even the last time, the Bible says tears fell Joseph's eyes, and he cried because he couldn't believe they would think such a thing. You know what he did? He didn't allow his position or his promotion to go to his head to where he would abuse his authority. You want a person that can handle promotion and not abuse it. Some people put another notch in their belt and honey, they're going to start barking orders and they're going to start doing this and that. That's abusive. That's abusive of the power and the authority and the promotion that even maybe God may have helped get you there through prospering you. But also, whenever he dealt with Pharaoh, look at this. And he's a pretty big tease. He's a pretty big deal, honey, Joseph. He's a big deal. But he still knew his place in the, in the ladder and the level of authority. Because whenever, whenever it was time to go get daddy from Israel, he kind of bounces things off with, with Pharaoh. And Pharaoh says, well, why don't you go on and send some wagons and, and provision for them? And so he does according to Pharaoh's bidding. And whenever it comes time and they get all of the wagons there from Israel and they're in Egypt now, he brings his family in before Pharaoh, desiring, he's desiring for them the land of Goshen, but he lets Pharaoh have the final word on it. Why? Because he understands where he's at. He's promoted, but he's not all that that he doesn't recognize. He's also under authority. A person, God can entrust somebody with with promotion, he can entrust them with authority if they'll learn they're also still under authority. Amen. And then lastly, he asked, he asked, listen, big cheese, yeah, but whenever Daddy Jacob dies, he asked, Pharaoh, can I go back to Canaan and bury my father? It was his last rites, it was his last request. Rather than saying, you know what? He gave me command over his house and over all the land. I'm just going to go do it. No. He went to Pharaoh. He said, do you mind if I go do my, my father's final rites? That's a man that can handle promotion. He could handle promotion because he could be trusted. Again, going back to the idea, Potiphar says, you know what? I don't even know everything going on in my house except what I eat. Well, that's pretty trustworthy. For that matter, look at this, and I want to read this. Genesis 39 and verse number 22 the keeper of the inn, the inn to the prison, that is. Genesis 39 and verse number 22, the Bible states these words. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners that were in the prison, and whatsoever they did there, he was the doer of it. Now look at verse 23. And the keeper of the prison looked not to anything that was under his hand. Do you understand what was just stated? Because the Lord was with him, and that which he did, the Lord made it prosper. He said, he said, Joseph, 
I'm giving you all of this to take care of. And then he didn't micromanage it. Why? Because he trusted. Huh? He trusted Joseph. If you have somebody that you're a little leery of, you've given something but you're a little leery of, you're trying to maybe peek over their shoulder when they're not looking. You're trying to investigate if they're holding up to what you said you would desire for them to do. Not, not, not the keeper of the end of the prison here. He says, I gave it to him. I did micromanagement. Joseph could handle promotion because he could be trusted. Again, Pharaoh the king set him over all of his house, set him over all of Egypt. Let's move on. Joseph could handle promotion because, and I think this is an important one, he wouldn't receive honor that did not belong to him and he wouldn't give dishonor that belonged to him to God. Ooh, that's a big one. That's a big one in life, in church. Not to take honor that doesn't belong to you. And not to excuse your dishonor and throw it off on anybody else or even God. That means owning what's yours. That's what it basically comes down to. Owning what's yours, whether it's credit or discredit. Hmm? He would not receive the honor that did not belong to him, and he would give the dishonor that did belong to him to God. He wouldn't do that. The Bible says in James 4, in verse number 10, look at these real quick. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. Look at verse number, 1 Peter 5, 6. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Consider this with me. Here's where those things come, the yellow, so I knew where we were, okay? Amen. Interpreting the dreams in both of those scenarios, the butler and the baker, interpret dreams. Doesn't God interpret dreams, Joseph said? Pharaoh says, you did real well with interpreting the dreams. He said, not I. What are you looking at? He could have, that little boy, man, he had been a prisoner. What an opportune time in Pharaoh's court. Yep. I said the dreams for the butler and he got restored and for the baker and he got nixed. That was me. I'm the man. That had been a great opportunity. I mean, he's standing before the greatest power there of Egypt, the land of Egypt. That had been a great time to claim some honor. That wasn't his own. But he didn't. He said, no. He said, I'll say it, but it came from the Lord. The interpretation came from God. But then furthermore, look at it. Look at it. Whenever commit the, the, the opportunity for committing adultery, the opportunity for committing adultery, look at it. Genesis 39 and verse number 9. He says, There is none greater in this house than I, neither hath he kept back anything from me but thee, because thou art his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against what? Against God. You know what Joseph is saying? If I do this, this is dishonor to the Lord. This is dishonor to the Lord. And I've made the dishonor. He didn't say, well, you know, God's the one that promoted me to this, you know, house, the chief of the house of Potiphar. You know what I'm saying? We'll excuse anything off, folks. If it's going to put us in a negative light, I'm telling you, just put yourself in the position. If it's going to put you in a negative light, you will be there with a list of excuses. 
with a list of excuses why it kind of fell that way or be fell that way more so than we'll say, you know what? I was wrong. I did it or I shouldn't have done it or so on and so forth. But Joseph could handle these things. Going on. Hurry, 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 hurry. What we got? 50? Now you know why we started here. No, I'm just joking. Handling promotion. Joseph could handle promotion because he would accept the privileges and the responsibilities of his promotion. Everybody likes a promotion, right? Man, more money. Maybe a company car. Huh? More, more sick leave and vacation days. Those are all the privileges. But along with the privileges, promotion is a two-sided coin. Privilege and responsibility. Huh? Privilege and responsibility. Joseph got his privileges. The Bible says Pharaoh gave him a ring and clothes. He had a lot of problems with clothes. We might do one Wednesday night on that one. All the problems that Joseph had with clothes. But nevertheless, got him clothes, got a golden chain. Man, he got a wife. <laughs> got a wife out of the deal. Had the second chariot. You know? People bowed to him. Yeah, I'm all about this promotion thing. But he also had the responsibilities. It no longer told, it no sooner told about all of those privileges that it says that Joseph went all throughout Egypt. He's got to work now. All throughout Egypt, he's gathering food. He's inventorying food. He kept a number of food till the, the food number got so big they couldn't even number it anymore. You want to talk about, that would have been a, a horrible inventory to keep. <laughs> been a horrible inventory to keep. He monitored all the transactions of the money. And it wasn't just money. Then he had a, he had a you know, they were given livestock for it. And you start trying to keep track of that. Then you got to start trying to keep track of the land and the deeds, you know, that you got because that was exchanged. Then you got to start keeping track of people because they gave their lives for it. Then he had to manage all these people. So he has privileges, but he also has responsibility. He could handle promotion because he was going to, Handle both. See, a lot of people want the promotion for the privilege and not the responsibility. Esau was such a man. Remember Esau, twin brother? Esau, what did he do? He sold his what? His birthright. There were privileges with the birthright. Yeah, double portion, double portion of land. There are also responsibilities. Is his responsibility then? Dad died, you take care of the family, you take care of mom. You do all these things. And so whenever he comes, whenever he comes and Jacob has already taken away the blessing, he coming in before dad, you know, went out and got the venison and everything, comes before dad, says, dad, bless me. He says, are you? You Esau? Yeah, I'm Esau. Well, I thought he was just in here. No, I'm Esau. He says, well, I already blessed him. He said, well, don't you got a blessing for me? Huh? Don't you got a blessing for me? What was he wanting? He was wanting the perks of the birthright and not the responsibilities of the birthright. And I'll, I might land the plane here because I see what time it is. Handling promotion. Joseph could handle promotion because, very simple Bible principle, he'd been faithful over a few things. He was made ruler over many. From the very go, whenever dad says, hey, Joe, why don't you go check on the boys over there at Shechem, you know, tending the sheep? Good reason why his daddy said that. Shechem was the place where Diana was raped and that's where they murdered all those guys. So it's not the best, necessarily the best place to be doing sheep when you've known for murder. <laughs> and says, why don't you go check on him? And so, you know what Joseph says? These are his words. Here am I. A willingness to serve. Be faithful over something as small as 
that. I got that under there. He had a willingness to serve. He didn't excuse working for a lack of opportunity or a lack of ability. What, I'm, what that means is this. Some people say, well, I can't. You know, just haven't had any opportunities in life. Been dealt a bad hand. Uh, you know, I just don't have the ability. No, 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 no. He said, whether it's small or whether it's grand. He said, I can serve. doesn't matter. And I'm closing. You can stand with me. We'll pick back up next week. Been faithful for a few things. Had command of households. Command of households. He's given command over nations. Small. Quite a bit larger. Has command over all prisoners. I mean, put that on your resume. You know? I had command over all prisoners. Small. Big thing. Had command over all the house of Pharaoh. Small thing. Big thing. He could handle promotion. Because. Because. He could be faithful over a few things. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's bow our heads here this evening. Father, I come to you tonight and I'm asking God that you... Thank you for listening. If you would like more information about our services and activities, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the username FACMC. Again, that's FACMC. Thank you and have a blessed day.